Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I am your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Mental Illness, better known as Lee Hammock. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Havoc, better known as mental illness across all social media platforms. If this is the first time seeing my face or hearing my voice, I may diagnose the narcissist and they use my platform to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy like myself, five years strong, five years strong, and also validate the victims, survivors, and thrivers of said disorder. Today's episode is going to be about dis- uh, dissociation with narcissistic people. My own personal stories about dis- disassociating and things like that. So, if y'all, let's say, if you get, again, if you're new here, I've been in psychotherapy for next month. October will be five years. I'll be five years in therapy, um, dealing with narcissistic personality disorder and some other, you know, other behaviors and things like that. But recently, what we did in therapy is called we we uh, my therapist administered uh, it's called a dissociative experience scale. We took the test about disassociating and things like that. And somehow, y'all, I got over a seventy on this. Seventy out of a hundred. You know what I mean? So I disassociate a lot. You know what I mean? And when I mean by disassociate, it's kind of like I'm there, but I'm not there. It's kind of like I'm just go. My mind goes somewhere else, and I'm just like my body is still present, but my mind isn't. You know what I mean? And a lot of narcissistic people dissociate. You know what I mean it just they just we just go to different places. And my very first experience with disassociating or whatever, you know, was when I I told my therapist it's like when I was around seven, eight years old. It's like I woke up. When I was around like eight years old, let's say eight, I think it was eight. It's eight or seven. It's like on, on my birthday when I was seven or eight years old. It's kind of like I woke up and became conscious. I became sentient on my eighth birthday or whatever. You know what I mean? And my therapist was like, "What do you mean sentient?" I was like, "I feel like I didn't have a life before I was seven years old. I feel like or eight. I'm gonna say seven years old. Yeah, I, I didn't have a life before I was seven years old." And she's like, "Around that time when I was seven years old or whatever, my personalities." my personality fractured it turned into who i was supposed to be and who i am you know what I mean the narcissistic part just became stronger and it created this other part of me that protects me like it's it created this the, it created the public side of me and the behind the scenes side of me the public side is the funny person as y'all see the funny person the catchy person the person that throws out the analogies the pseudo intellectual person that y'all hear talking on tiktok and instagram and youtube all the time and you know my podcast hit that five stars if you're on apple music or spotify i appreciate y'all um but the narcissistic side is the side that's always scheming and planning and things like that plotting the narcissistic side is the protective side and sometimes when the narcissistic side kicks in, when the ego takes over, my uh, my mind goes elsewhere, y'all. Literally, my mind goes elsewhere. Um, and wildness, because I forget, I forget stuff. I have I have blank spots in my memory. I, I as like, and my wife would just say, "Hey, you were you were." Uh, my wife knows. I think it's like signals to when I'm dissociated. She'll say, uh, "You're humming," and I'll be like, you know, I just shake my head like, "Huh, humming, humming?" It's like, "No, I'm not humming." I'm like, "I'm not humming." What are you talking about? But then she she recorded me one day, humming. And she told you, I guess she recorded me one day. I was in the kitchen washing dishes or something. And I was just, I was just humming or whatever. But I didn't realize I was humming. And she's like, she's like baby, you're humming. You okay? I was like, I'm like, I'm not humming. What are you talking about? And she played the video of me just humming and dancing and stuff like that. I had no idea I was doing it. Sometimes it's just like, I log, it's, got, it's like a narcissistic person logs out. 
So sometimes if they tell you that they 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 black out and they don't for they, they, they don't remember, then it might be true. But that doesn't make it better. That doesn't, that doesn't make an excuse for what they what they have done. That it doesn't make an excuse for their behaviors or something like that. It just really really doesn't. You know what I mean? Um, my worst experience with disassociating y'all is like me and my wife. I guess we had gotten into an argument. So I, I say I guess, but we did get into an argument. Um, but and she ended up calling the police or whatever. And it's like when the police got there, I had no idea why the police were there. Like, I had no idea. You know, the, the door, the, the, she opened the door and the police ran in there. I literally had no idea why the police were there. I was like, what the hell do you call the police for? I, I, and she was like, and she told me, she's like, in that experience, she's like, I didn't, she's like, you, you completely changed to a different person when the police showed up. She's like, it's like you didn't know why they were there. Like you were, like you were arguing with me when the police were there, and you didn't know why I called the police. Like it was, it was scary. And then you turn on the charm, and the police you know, be you be friends with the police and stuff like that. But it turns out, like before that, I was running around the house humming, and I t- took some stuff off the wall, and I started like destroying pictures and stuff off the wall and stuff like that. And I don't remember that. You mean? And the only reason this got bought up because one of those pictures is in my in, in my son's closet. It's like literally in my son's closet. It's like it's been cut up with some scissors or something like that. It's like an old canvas picture of me and my wife. It's been in the closet for years, y'all. Years since like 2018. And I uh, I was just like, hey, when are you gonna? And I what, I thought she did it. I th- I literally thought my wife did it. I thought she cut it up because she was angry and she left it in the closet as a memory. So I, one day I, I was we were laying in the bed one day. I was like, hey. Uh, when are you going to throw that picture away that you cut up in the closet? And she looked at me. She was like, what the hell are you talking about? You cut that picture up. I was like, no, I didn't. I was like, I saw it in the closet. You put it in there. Whatever. She's like, you put that picture in the closet. It's like, you did it. You cut it up. I was like, Delaney, I understand. You cut that picture up. But then she went through her phone. Like, again, she saves everything. Went through her phone. 2018 literally showed me a conversation she was having with her aunt while I was doing this. She's like, he's running around the house humming, cutting up pictures off the wall and stuff like that. She's like, I just called the police. The police are on the way. And that's when, like I said, I don't remember any of that. When the police got there, it's like I woke up when the police got there. And I was just like, wait, what are, you, what, are, what are y'all doing here? You literally had no idea. No idea. So there's blank spots in my memory. There's blank spots in a lot of narcissistic people's memories. My therapist was just saying, like, you have a part of you that's there to, that's trying to protect you from things. There's a, the narcissistic part of you. The ego, the ego kicks in. When something triggers your ego, your super ego, whatever to kick in, it's like you turn into somebody else. It's like you, it's like you, it's like you take a back seat of consciousness. Because now that I think about it, I, rem- I can remember it now. Like when I, when I look back at it, I can remember bits and pieces of what I did because my mind has shut that part off. Like my brain, the narcissistic part of me is trying to protect me from the world and hurt and stuff like that. Try, and it's, it's kind of wild, y'all. So you get a lot of narcissistic people that compartmentalize things like that and just forget. They just put into a different memory box and forget stuff like that. Like, it's scary to me because, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm not the physically violent type of person. You know what I mean? But I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, I can, I've been emotionally, I'm, I can be an emotional terrorist like most narcissistic people can. You know what I mean? Like, emotional terrorism is narciss- the tool of narcissism. You know what I mean? And y'all didn't start to stop negotiating with terrorists about your emotions. That's what I tell people. Like, that's my worst experience of disassociating. I, I- Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. She told me that, y'all. I, had to, I, I ran to therapy immediately. A couple next week, I had to go to therapy. I'm like, look. I cut this picture up, and she's like, "Yeah, you." It's like it makes sense because you're like you have a blockage in your mind, like the narcissistic part of you kicks in and it takes over. It's it's strong. You have a strong narcissistic part of you. She's like, "Yeah, everybody sees the funny, cool, kind side, but the narcissistic part is like waiting beneath the surface, waiting for stuff to pop off, waiting for the slightest criticism to set you off." So you did. De- you're dealing with a lot of times. You're dealing with a narcissistic person that has a good external reputation like in a good public reputation and things like that but right beneath the surface like anything surface level or deeper hurts their feelings hurts our feelings we can't handle criticism that's why i like and i tell people all the time if you're not praising a narcissist you're criticizing them if you're not praising them you're criticizing them so the narcissistic part of us is like really is like really right beneath the surface so that's why smallest criticism small slights turn into huge things with narcissistic people. You'll say something small and they'll blow up on you because it's right beneath the surface, y'all. It's right beneath the surface. It's kind of like having a split personality, but it's one personality, y'all. Because sometimes, and I'm just telling y'all, it's just like, it's kind of like having a split personality, but it's one personality. Like I blank out stuff, I have memory blocks and stuff like that. I'm just like, what the hell? I'm not doing anything crazy, but it's like, so this is how I describe it, y'all. Imagine, I don't know if you drank or not. Imagine if you are a drinker and you get blackout drunk. You don't you don't remember the stuff you did when you were drunk. Everybody else remembers it. They'll tell you. You know what I mean everybody else remembers the stuff you did when you were drunk. They will absolutely tell you, but you don't remember it. It's like you were there, your body was present, but a part of you was you the other part of you had logged out pretty much. The other part of you had checked out pretty much and things like that. So that's how I would describe when I disassociate. Like I'm there, my body is there, I'm pre- is present, but I, my mind goes somewhere else. Like I'm just telling you, when that narcissistic part takes over, sometimes there's nothing I can do. So that's why right now, if this what therapy helps me kind of battle against the narcissism or kind of negotiate against the narcissism in me, negotiate against the personality disorder in me to kind of to kind of quell it, to keep it down. You know what I mean? Because placing too many restrictions on yourself can actually be damaging to you. You know what I mean? So I have to let myself do certain things. You know what I mean? Small little manipulations, small things. Like I'm telling y'all, people are like, are you curiously, are you cured of narcissist personality disorder? No, I'm not cured. It's still there. It's absolutely still there. It's right beneath the surface. Watch me, watch me on live when somebody says something. If you ever see me catch me on live on TikTok or YouTube somewhere and somebody slights me and I snap at them real quick, it's right beneath the surface. I was just telling somebody, I started cussing at them immediately, like, man, F you. And I just, they were like, oh, where did they come from? I'm like, oh, sorry. It's right beneath the surface. Just like with most narcissistic people, you say something small, it turns into something big. We we like to blow things out of proportion. Things go out of proportion, y'all. So I'm just saying, like, I've just, like this disassociating is scary. I know, and disassociating y'all does not necessarily make you a narcissist. You know what I mean? A lot of people disassociate due to due to t- childhood trauma or traumatic experiences and things like that. But me as a narcissistic person, I um I remember. I think you're the narcissistic part of me, the the, the person I disordered part of me. Um, remembers what I went through, remembers what made me who I am, the trauma, whatever I experienced in my youth. My That part of me remembers it. But this part of me, the, the part of me that's talking to you right now, I have no idea what happened to me to make me who I am, y'all. But my, my, the other part of me, 
the narcissistic part of me, the part, the, the part, the fractured part of my personality that my mind created to protect me, remembers it, and it's still is blocking me, blocking me right now from remember, blocking me from remembering those experiences. Because I, t- I told my therapist, I'm like, hey, I'm going to read the book. The body keeps the score. Look, so I get chill. Like, say when I when I acknowledge the narcissism, I get chill bumps. Y'all. I have I have physical reactions. It's like right beneath the surface. So I understand who I am. I know people are like Lee. This video. You're crazy as hell, Lee. I gotta unsubscribe for you right now. Don't do that because it's gonna get it's gonna only gonna get better as I get more honest, y'all. <laughs> as I get more open. Um, but yeah, chill. I get chill bumps, like literally. It's weird. Um, but I have a physical reaction because, like, when I'm trying to remember stuff like that, my body the body keeps the score. I told my therapist I was gonna read that book, and she got worried. She's like, she's like, hold off on reading that. <laughs> hold hold off on reading that till we come back to uh, till we come back older. So yeah, <laughs> till we come back to our next session. Don't read it just yet. Because I told her, I was telling her, I was like, I don't remember what, uh, what, what, what I went through in my childhood that made me who I am. But my body remembers. Something inside of me remembers. It's just blocking me. Like, my mind has literally created a, a physical manifestation on myself that is, like, standing guard in my, in my memories. Because I don't have any memories before I was seven, eight years old, y'all. Before my birthday, I told you I woke up. I don't have any memories before that. I don't remember anything before that. Anything. Nothing. But I try to go back into my, my earliest memory of me riding a bike. Around, I was, my earliest memory is me riding a bike around my house, right? My therapist said, hey, zoom out of that memory. Zoom out. See if you can go go further back. So I was like seven, eight years old, riding my bike around the house. And in the corner of that memory now is, a, is an adult version of me. What you see right now is standing in the corner of my earliest childhood memories. And the closer I get to that, uh, that, that manifestation of myself... This guard, it's like a, there's like a door in my mind. And that, that version of me is standing there in front of that door. It won't let me get in there. Because part of me is still a, part of me is still a child, the rest of the development, y'all. Part of me is still, you know, childish. And I can't, I'm not strong enough to guilt, to beat the adult version of me, the narcissistic version of me, to get into the door of my memories. It's like literally standing guard in my memories, y'all. It like, won't let me remember. It won't let me remember. It won't let me, I say it. My, I, can't remember stuff it's like my, a part of me won't let me go back into my childhood memories because I think it is like traumatized or whatever you know but we'll get there one day y'all so we'll get there <laughs> I know I've rambled on this episode y'all this is a lot longer than what I normally do um but I just feel like I had to tell y'all this personal story because I just feel like you know I, I'm learning the more I learn about myself I feel like the more interesting uh my mind becomes and stuff like that so anyways y'all thank y'all for tuning into another episode I really truly appreciate y'all October 15th uh, Austin, Texas, uh, live in-person event. The private Q&A is going to book up really, really fast, y'all. So get to that private Q&A. If you're in Austin, Texas, Dallas, Houston, whatever, come to Austin, y'all. I got to fly. Y'all can drive a little bit if y'all want to come hang out. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Austin, Texas, go to narcavengers.com, N-A-R-C, Avengers, like you know, Captain America, narcavengers.com. Get registered for Texas. And then Toronto, Canada is November the 19th, y'all. Anyways, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. I really, truly appreciate every single one of y'all because as much as y'all say y'all learn from me, I promise you, promise you, promise you, I'll learn even more from y'all. Stay tuned for more. Like and subscribe for more. Turn on those notifications and mental illness is out. Peace.